Hi folks, Jason here. Welcome to this podcast today where I'm going to briefly discuss how a new sales system is creating 1,280 more leads than traditional methods that we were using. In fact, I'm going to show, show you and share with you how our traditional system was only doing 125 leads over the same period that our new system was doing 1,405 leads. I mean, the immediate question is, how could it be so different? And what was so special? And is this something unique to us? I mean, that is actually 10 times the growth. And it really blew us away in terms of how a couple of tweaks and a couple of changes in strategy could completely turn our business around. So let me just, first of all, break down what I mean by traditional methods in, in sales and marketing. I typically mean uh, things like newspaper advertisements, radio advertisements, television even perhaps. Um, I refer to groups of salespeople, for example, who might be doing cold calling and interacting with customers, uh, doing presentations to them and ultimately closing sales. So that's what I refer to as traditional methods. But of course, we had done those for many years. But the switch came around where it really gave us the meaning that elevated us into a whole new platform of success. So I'm going to share with you how we boosted our numbers and how we got the sales and extra uh, revenue and so on generated, but more importantly, how it actually saved an entire business division. And it could do the same for you. As I said to you, this is not unique to us by any means. So let's break this down very quickly in, in the example that I'm going to give you. One of the first education businesses that I had was targeting the consumer market. So it was a good two decades ago before the internet and so on. So we were using traditional systems. In actual fact, we built a traditional system uh, and built a sales funnel around a concept called the AIDA model. Perhaps some of you have heard about it. It was actually developed or identified by a gentleman by the name of St. Alma Lewis uh, right back in the 1800s, almost 120 years ago. And what he did was really realize that there was a, a certain kind of interaction that took place when dealing with customers and dealing with prospects and moving them along the, the sales cycle or through the sales funnel uh, until we obviously close that, that uh, opportunity. So the first step in the AIDA model, and the AIDA model actually is an acronym. So it is A-I-D-A. That's the AIDA model. So the first A is for attention. And this is where we are creating attention. We're trying to get attention. It would almost be akin to kind of like, you know, stepping out into the road and kind of trying to wave down a taxi or wave to somebody to get their attention. So this is when we're trying to gather that person's attention, hook them in, and then move them to the next part of the step in the sales process. So sometimes we could have salespeople cold calling, or we could have a newspaper advertisement uh, with a blaring ad you know, in the newspaper that actually catches that person's attention and causes them to create, uh, take some kind of action. All right, the next one in the AIDA model is the I for interest. And the interest is once you've got their attention is to now try to elevate that interest. You know, sometimes a customer might not even realize really that they need your product. So it's all about creating that interest and showing them that there can be value and there can be a value proposition for them to, to own the product. And then we move to the D, the AIDA, D for desire. Now the desire period is often uh, where we have a salesperson uh, going to see the client or having a discussion with the customer and they're taking them through some kind of demonstration or showing them a video of the action of of their product, you know, uh, developing or delivering the, the, the benefits that they need. So this is where we do the desire. And, and depending on how well the desire stage is done, the salesperson has now put that prospect 
into a desiring stage. And while they're there in that process, we end off with the last A in the AIDA model, which is action. And that's where we typically would want the customer to take action. We've shown them how this fancy product works. They're very impressed. And while they're impressed, we offer them a quotation. We offer them an order form that they may have yet to sign. We ask them for their purchase, their credit card or payment or something of that nature. So the AIDA model was a very standardized kind of system. And, and many companies have modified it a little bit, uh, you know, wherever, wherever they need to and added additional steps or just beefed up some of them. It's obviously also surprising to note that some companies, especially ones that I've uh, mentored or coached, have had almost none of the system. They've really hired some salespeople, trusted that that person can sell and send them off out into the marketplace to kind of go and kind of do these steps on their own. And of course, we know how that can work out. And, and without managing this properly, it's, it's not a recipe for success. So we were obviously going through this process. We had this a traditional funnel system in place for, for this consumer market. And so when we opened up this brand new division, which was selling to the corporate market, we kind of just kind of modeled what we'd been doing. And we kind of built out a funnel. And it took us about eight months to actually realize that the amount of advertising that we were doing in the newspaper was simply not getting us the responses that we needed and certainly not even covering the cost of the advertisements. Furthermore, we realized that we weren't getting enough leads. We were only getting 125 leads uh, over that same period. And it just simply was not enough to close enough business out of to cover the cost of advertising as well as to run their own business and so on. So it was a delicate time. And it was that kind of time when you feel the stress and you feel the, the, you know, the, the concern of what is going to happen if we don't turn this around and pull this out. And it was really at that point when, when really the penny dropped for me and we went about a change with our coach manager and with our mentoring uh, process that we were working on there. And we looked at the whole entire sales funnel that, we, that we'd been using. And we realized that the sales funnel was not working. Not only did it have lots of traditional aspects, such as a newspaper advertisement, which you cannot measure the success of a newspaper advertisement. You pay a huge sum of money, that ad runs in the newspaper. Uh, you might be told that 100,000 people buy that newspaper uh, daily. Well, it's no guarantee how many people will buy it on the day that your ad runs. Furthermore, how many people will, will page through to your ad and visibly see it? Even people who pass that page may miss your advertisement. So there's a whole lot of things that go on here. And you can really only just measure if the person calls you or takes some kind of action. And it just means that there's a lot of holes in that understanding. So the traditional method was something that had worked very nicely with the consumer market because we were making appointments to go see those people. But beyond that, the corporate market was very different. They were wanting to understand the product differently. They wanted a different demonstration. We needed to increase the number of leads that we had to work with because the percentage close rate was slightly lower. There was a whole number of aspects that we could work on here. And what we did is we went around asking ourselves some critical questions because we needed to bump up our leads. And we really asked ourselves a couple of these kind of questions. And I'm just going to pose them because it was the same questions that we brainstormed. And I'll bet you if you apply these questions to your own business right now, it's probably going to leave some glaring holes or at least some questions unanswered. So the first question is, how does the sales funnel fare in your business? So in other words, do you actually have a sales funnel in the first place? And as I say, my experience points out that often, even if there is a sales funnel to a degree, there are big gaps in that sales funnel in terms of either kind of just 
hoping that it's all running well or letting sales staff run on their own and not kind of monitoring the sales funnel. The sales funnel is a real step-by-step -step process. So you should be going step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step all the way through to the final step, which should, be, which should be the close with your customer. And anything that's missing steps or doesn't have stuff clearly defined, which obviously brings me to my next question is, are all of your stages, the steps that you're going to go through with your customer, clearly defined? And certainly they were not for us. Are there instruments in place to track the analytics? Because it's well known that if you don't track something, you can't improve it. You've got to be able to measure that thing. So you've got to know... How many? How much did your newspaper adverse, advert cost to go into the newspaper in the first place? Then how many leads did you get from that? We can't tell how many people looked at the ad because this is not digital, but we can find out how many people responded to the advertisement. Then out of those people who responded, how many people were then contacted? How many people were made an appointment with to uh, do a demonstration or to elevate their desire and interest in some way? So these are very important steps. Are there instruments in place to track analytics? And certainly... Because this is a sales is a, an industry that's hundreds of years old, we're only now getting to the point that we've got software that can track things to the nth degree and we can even track online and we can find out who clicked on an ad, for example, and all of this type of stuff. Is there a powerful, one of the other questions that we really came across, is there a powerful uh, mechanism in place to boost the desire stage? And we certainly found this where we were going out, we were salespeople, we were literally going out to see the customer and was kind of just kind of talking them through the product and saying, okay, well, this is the product you wanted kind of thing. And we realized that as soon as we switched that up, the whole sales mechanism and the numbers changed and went much more aggressive. And one of the things that we did is we actually gave away a sample of one of our products free of charge to our potential prospects and had them come in and actually test the product themselves, which is a wonderful better method to do it rather than just having a salesperson going in and having a chat with a customer. And then one of the key ones that we that we really broke up and, and examined a great deal was, are we selling products or are we selling an incredible offer? And there's something different to that because you can sell a product like a pen or a pencil, for example, but we can also have an offer that offers them perhaps an entire pencil case with uh, various types of pencils, various types of pens, plus erasers and all of the other components. We can beef up that offer. And we see this going on in the marketplace all the time, where some companies sell products very stock standard and other companies modify that and take that to the next level and make it such a juicy offer that you can just see clients salivating. In fact, you probably even found yourself salivating over an offer where you're going like, wow, that looks great. I love all the aspects that are covered within this offer. And then obviously the last question that was really, really critical was, do you have software in place tracking and taking prospects through your sales funnel? And more than anything, does that happen 24-7 or does it only work when your salespeople are working? So as I mentioned, software that tracks all of this, tracks your sales cycle is incredibly important. And up until a few years ago, I actually had to design my own company database to actually even manage and monitor these kind of things because that kind of stuff wasn't available and visible. And certainly today we find that with online advertisements and social media ads and things, there are very, very few pieces of software that really track all of that very, very well. And these were some of the missing components and it got us thinking. And so what we did is we decided to do the research. 
and we got involved in new training. We elevated our knowledge around new sales techniques, especially ones that have come to the market very recently. New software that was in place now to be able to allow you to digitize and automate your sales process so that even when you were sleeping, sales processes were still going on with your customers. They were still viewing stuff on a social media platform or viewing your ad online. All of that traceable and trackable so that you could find exactly what was going on in the background. When somebody only watched some of your video or when they arrived at your website but left without doing anything, we could now track all of that and recontact those people in real time, automatically and digitally without our help. So of course, once we broke up all of these questions and actually went through them, we realized that there was really a great deal more that we could do. And this was actually a step that actually came into place that it actually enlightened me to the fact that sales has actually gone artificial intelligence. Now, we hear this word artificial intelligence all over the place. And we kind of like imagine it like, you know, the Terminator movies and, you know, uh, you know, intelligent robots that are taking over the world. That kind of thing is, is what we think about when we think about artificial intelligence. But the reality is, is that that's not really true. Artificial intelligence is just really the name of something while it's still being researched or developed. So, for example, if I can give you one, let's think about uh, uh, ABS braking on your on your motor vehicle. Now, this is a, a concept. It's a piece of uh, a piece of computer technology that manages your brakes. And if it sees that you hit your brakes too hard, what it does is it takes over from you and it actually initiates a better way to bring your vehicle to a stop. Now, that was once upon a time called artificial intelligence. It was a new concept. It was being worked on in a lab somewhere. But as soon as it became mainstream, it was given a new name like ABS braking. And it was an anti-braking system. So this was simply a new concept. And we can use some another example like predictive text on our mobile phones. Once upon a time, we would have had to try, type up the whole word. And now, obviously, we can type out a few letters and we can have predictive text sometimes not that accurately, but typically, most of the time, producing the right answer. Once upon a time, that was artificial intelligence. It's now called predictive text notes on all of our, on all of our devices. Well, sales has gone through the same thing. And I can tell you that it's not 10 or 20 or 30 years ago that sales went through this because sales inherently has stayed pretty similar. It's just the vehicle that's changed. So sales a few years ago would have had to have a salesperson present to take the client through the various steps in the sales process. Now suddenly we've got a different scenario where a salesperson does not have to be a human being. A salesperson can be a well set up website or a shopping cart illustrating and showing the customers what kind of products are available to them at any time. So sales has gone artificial intelligence. And what's also just wrapped that up a little bit further is that software is now available worldwide that allows us to make our entire sales funnel digital and means that it can work 24-7 over holidays, over Christmas, over whatever day that you would normally be maybe taking some time off. You can have your sales funnel working communicating with clients, demonstrating the product, getting them excited, and actually even offering that they make their purchase immediately. So it became very, very powerful that we realized that we had to implement this. And we did, and we went across the entire sales funnel. We created an entire digital strategy. And this digital strategy was important for another very, very important step. And I want to take a moment just to mention this here. Some of you may have heard about digital marketing and said, wow, 
it makes sense logically we want to try this we're going to reach more customers look at social media like facebook i can reach literally millions of customers this sounds fantastic and what did you do you spend some money you put an ad up on facebook only to realize that after a week or two of running this ad that you didn't make nearly enough sales possibly to even cost cover the cost of your your facebook ad now this is the problem when you only take one aspect of digital marketing and try and apply it so you go and you say okay well put a facebook ad up on its own that is not going to give you good positive return on investment you must have an entire sales funnel in place with automated software tracking that and you've got to be able to put it together with a fantastic offer now this was all very very important of course we went through this We've eaten the dog food, we've done it ourselves, and we've gone this. And when we did this and we implemented this, we created a digital sales funnel that worked 24 hours a day. We put up ads on Facebook, we put up Google AdWords and so on, and all of that traffic that came through went into those funnels, those digital funnels. We had videos explaining the products to people, giving them samples, giving them trials, whatever the case would be, taking them all the way through the process and understanding that entire thing had turned now from a traditional method of newspapers and salespeople to a completely automated digital online system that ran 24-7. And this system works for anybody. It works for somebody if you are selling houses, whether you are a lawyer and you're looking for more customers, whether you sell uh, physical products online or whether you sell informational products, it doesn't really matter. There's a way to analyze, like, like we know that we can use traditional sales methods to sell any kind of product, well, we can use digital sales methods also to sell any kind of product. So it was a great learning exercise, folks, and it was something that allowed us to move from 125 leads through a traditional method uh, strategy to 1,405 leads. It's 1,280 leads more through the same period. And I can tell you that it converted our entire business. And in actual fact, we went on to train 1.2 million delegates through that business division alone, and it was about to fail. And the only thing that actually converted and saved it was the strategy around using digital marketing. So my message to you today is that I believe everybody needs a sales funnel. So if you don't have one, even a traditional one, and you don't have your salespeople following a, pr a proper system, do that. It's absolutely imperative. But if you want to go one step further and you want to ensure that you beat your competitor who is going to, at some point, put this together and do it themselves, then initiate a digital sales funnel immediately for yourself. And this is very, very important because it's going to allow you to get the experience ahead of your competitors. If you're thinking for a moment, uh, this digital sales funnel thing, it's a fad, it's going to go away. I can tell you that this is like 20 years ago when they told everybody, if you didn't have a website, you will be out of business within in the future. You needed to have some kind of representation on site. Well, I can tell you that a digital sales funnel is something that is becoming more and more mainstream and everybody is using it. And if you're a small, medium-sized enterprise, then I can tell you that you're probably at the biggest risk because it's the big, large companies that are going to come along and gobble up market share. And it's your opportunity to level the playing fields for once and create your own digital sales funnel so that you can bring in leads on autopilot. And that is what I want for you. I want for everybody. We're in the education business. More than anything, these systems have allowed us to turn our education business around and our other businesses around in fantastic ways. But more than anything, I want products that I can bring value to my customers. And this is one of those things 
that we've decided to train people how to put a digital sales funnel together for your own business. And so I've put together a link in the notes here with this podcast. Go and explore this or go over to our Facebook page, Easy Entrepreneur. That's E-A-S-I, Entrepreneur. Uh, and that's on Facebook or easyentrepreneur.com as our website. Go and check this out. Find out a little bit about what you need to know. And remember something. If you haven't got a digital sales funnel yet, it's probably simply because you just don't know how to. It's not impossible and it's not difficult. So we want to give you those tools, but we not only want to give you the, the knowledge and teach you how to do that, but we also provide mentoring and coaching to be able to handhold you through the, through the process. And once we've covered all of the content that we need to, we even include a workshop, a 30-day workshop that steps you through day by day by day the process of how to take you to the next level and how to have that sales funnel online, making you money, getting you leads, getting you sales permanently 24-7. So I'm very, very excited about this. I will never launch a business again without this in place, and I encourage you to not ignore this advice. So I hope to see you on the other side. Please go over there and take a look at those links. I'd love to see you there. All right. Thanks, guys. You keep well. Good luck. Bye-bye.